I'm trying to learn how to sit with my anger. It's not working, but I tell myself it's not working, but I am. I'm sitting with it. I'm exploring it. And I learned that one of the things that make me the most angry, angry, whatever the fuck it is, I don't understand people. Prime example. Okay. Let's say you're working with someone and you found out a coworker reported them because they were being bullied. Whether or not I saw them bully them or not, what the fuck does that have to do with me? Why would I then go to Twitter and be like, well, they never bullied me, so that must be a lie. Bitch, you were never in the fucking conversation to begin with. You weren't in the room. You didn't see what happened. All you know is that a coworker that you knew was being fucking bullied, reported, and mind you, even that, you don't even know they were being bullied. You only know because they had reported it. So that's at the best what you know. But because you know the other coworker and maybe they had been nice to you, you still feel the need to jump to their defense. And mind you, you were never even a part of it to begin with, but you wanted to let people know that it had never happened to you. Shit like that makes me want to cuss people the fuck out. What level of, what What do you call that? Like, what is that? What makes you feel like you are any way a part of this? And then it just, it's, and then you like, and then when after facts happen, because aftershocks do happen when you do stuff like that, you then want to play boo-boo the fool. Oh, I never, you know, I wasn't trying to bully them. I wasn't trying to start that. And then you find out the truth, which nine out of 10 times is guess what? That coworker who was nice to you was actually bullying someone else. You don't have no comments then. Now you want to be, it's not about me. Please keep me out of it. Da, 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 da. And I'm so confused. And I just want someone to explain it to me. That's all I want. I just want someone to sit down and explain to me why you all feel the need to hop on a white horse in ride for people in situations you were never a part of you were never in the room and never affected you but because they were nice to you I will never understand that you could be my best friend and if I found out um someone reported you for something what bitch am I Am I psychic? How would I know you didn't do it? The only person I can 100% defend in any situation is my damn self. And you know what? If a shit, I, even then, like, I'm going to question your own self. And you got to sit there with your own self and really look at things and talk it out. Because there are times when I've been wrong, when I honestly thought I was right. Oh, my goodness. I had a coworker at a past job did not like her she did not like me but what was funny is that I'm a people pleaser so even though I did not like her I really went out of my way to make that bitch like me and I hate when I do that I'm so mad I called her a bitch too I try not to call people out of their names it's something that I'm actively working on taking certain words out of my vocabulary but it was just she would say little shady things about me underneath her breath she would but it was just so interesting because we had a co-worker who was seeing it happen and he would like come to me and he would be like I remember once she tried to say something under her breath I didn't hear it, but he heard it and he had sent me something he was like did you hear what she said about you and I said no I don't listen to that bitch literally I did say that and there was another time where remember we were talking about 
understanding that you're not always a nice person. Well, we had another coworker. Me and her were in a conversation. We were not talking to the third to the third person, but she overheard it and she made a comment. And <laughs> I had said the funny part is that when I said it, I actually was joking, and I was like, "Oh, I could have swore you asked me the question." <laughs> but what was so funny is that underneath her breath I had heard her say oh I didn't know and my instant I was like like in my mind I was like oh no I'm joking like I'm just I have a dry humor like literally if this had not been her and I had just said it to anyone else honestly it was a joke but I would have told you it was a joke I am well aware that sometimes my humor kind of falls I've been told that my humor hits more with the British <laughs> but I'm, I'm working on that too. But it was interesting because even though I had known that she didn't know I was joking, I purposely did not open my mouth because I did not like her. So, <laughs> and I remember I ended up quitting that job because my, um, my father had passed and I'm a thousand and ten percent sure. First of all, they had, I'm not gonna talk about that. No, I kind of want to talk about that. They had given, they had given me a, um, a card like in my office because my dad had passed and I was gone and everyone but her had signed it. And I don't know why I thought that shit was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny. <sighs> but what, what happened was when I was quitting and I was talking to my HR, I didn't like the way she was looking at me because something in the back of my mind was I have always kept my mouth shut no matter what someone has done to me at work. I have had horrible managers because I had an experience where I did speak up about a manager's abuse and blah, blah, blah. And I was the one who was almost threatened. It was like, even though he didn't say it to my face, he told my supervisor that he was like threatening to fire me because he felt like I had disrespected him, my regional, because I had went above him. I had went above you because you were basic and you did not know how to do your job. So anyway, so that's like the reason why I don't go to higher ups when things happen. I usually just like keep it all in. And I remember when I was quitting this job, that was the first time it kind of hit me. Okay, I wasn't right 100% in that situation, but I also wasn't wrong. And I have no doubt that she did tell them things, which was interesting to me because I don't even know what made me think this. No one said anything. But when I was looking at my HR, like this manager, we already... I don't know, you ever just get a weird feeling? I didn't like the way she talked to me when I left. Mind you, my dad had died. I was literally moving and leaving the state. And she was just short and clippy. And I just, I already did not. I remember I had worked there for a month and I already knew I did not like this job. It wasn't the job. It wasn't even like the people. And I had wished to God I had worked in a different department. It was literally my manager was passive aggressive, which I had already guessed just based on our interview she had certain there were certain things I could kind of guess about her and the pet and I was like okay I'm gonna have this kind of manager it hit the fan I had went on the phone with a customer I had mispronounced a product the girl who did not like me walked in mind you my manager's office next to my cubicle walked into my manager's office repeated my mistake and she was like really really I guess we can't speak now and then she went back to her seat I was on the phone. I wrapped it up. I didn't go in there and talk to my manager. I didn't say shit. I literally let this thing happen and I never said anything about it. And it, when I'm bringing that up because when I was sitting in there with my HR manager, I realized I have a habit of doing that. She will always be able to tell her side of the story, but I will never be able to tell mine. 
because I chose not to do it. I understand not wanting to burn bridges when you leave, but like, yo, I was leaving the state. Do you get what I'm saying? Like there's, I was not only was I leaving the state, I was leaving that industry. I would not have any pushback if I had just opened my mouth. But at that time, I didn't care. I didn't care about them. I didn't care about the fucking company. And it was funny because recently I actually looked them up. I don't, because I was working on my resume. I was actually, um, I think you should always do this every six months. You should just not refresh it, but you should mm, look at it. I, maybe not six months, but I was looking at mine because I, I had learned new software and I wanted to update my resume. So even though I'm not looking to quit my job, it's just that we I had learned software that I had never used before. And I'm famous sometimes for forgetting to write that down. Like I had used so many softwares and I remember applying for jobs and they would ask for it. And I was like, oh my God, I got that, but it's not on my resume. So I ended up looking this company up they are temporarily closed and I felt bad not because of anything to do with me but then just because of COVID and I think that the company what it stood for was very good the work that was very good it just kind of made me sad it did it made me sad a lot of the times I look back at certain things and it makes me sad because it didn't need to play out the way that it did um, the way I've handled things didn't need to happen. We always talk about live and learn. I am someone who would very much just like to learn. I just don't really, I just want to not learn, but like, can I learn it a different way? Like, can you write it down? Let me read it. And then I'll live it. I just don't have time to keep, I am sorry. I am moving a lot of things around. I'm just frustrated. I'm like really frustrated. And my computer is about to die. Give me a second. But yeah, I just feel really frustrated. And it's just irritating. A lot of things I find irritating. But this is the point of this, right? I'm trying to learn how to sit with my emotions, not get high. I currently live in Seattle. So (laughs) trying not to just pull up the weed every time I feel an emotion. But I have really bad anxiety and it's just, it just takes that stress away. But at the same time, I am aware that with my personality, I can abuse it. So I'm trying to be smart and be like, no, sometimes you just got to sit with it. Um, I'm working on finding a psychiatrist. I'm working on a lot of things. I'm working on myself. I'm working on being more accountable. That is something I am working on very, very much I want to hold myself accountable I've been going over the past so much just to learn lessons if I had missed something if I treated someone wrong I just want to go back and look through it I want to understand why I did what I did why I responded the way that I do to things I want to be more honest with that like I grew up in a very abusive household my father was mentally physically emotionally abusive he was neglectful like just a narcissist I was a thousand percent sure like he just was not a very good man and when he died I just was my emotions shut off um I had dissociated I went I haven't dissociated since I was a child um when I was in foster care I had 
experienced sexual abuse and I dissociated. Um, there are parts of my life I really can't touch and I can't remember. My body remembers and sometimes when I dream I'll have like flashbacks, but there's nothing that really connects me. And when he died, that was like the first time I kind of went back to that. I went numb. I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't care. Even before he died, there was a time when he was in the hospital. Mind you, I was working at that job with a girl I didn't like. Now, I want to explain something to you. She has some points not to like me. I stopped coming to work. I was calling out of work a lot during that time period. I didn't want to go. I had completely shut down. I was depressed. I was sleeping more. I, and it was funny because when I first started, I was talking again to another coworker. She was eavesdropping and they had asked me my age and she was like oh I hate working with young people and I turned around and I said excuse me she was like no it's just like working with young people is just so hard and the person like looked at me but I'm staring at this girl because at this point I feel the anger this is the reason why I am someone that shuts down because I have always felt like I have two parts to me the rage and then just the I don't know what you call it I just shut down and I have to pick, and in those situations, either I cuss this bitch out, which was my, why was my instinct like, yeah, I'm still working with my anger, but she was so fucking irritating, and I just, like, and when she said it, so mind you, at this point, in my mind, I'm trying to make a decision on what to do, but on the outside, I'm holding her eye contact, and she goes like, you know, and then she goes back to her desk, because the clue I made her uncomfortable, but this is something that would play a part so when this was happening and I was surprised I was calling out, I have no doubt she assumed, which is just so interesting to me because if you, my age, might I add, you had nothing to do with me not going to work. First of all, not only have I made more money than this girl has, one of the reasons I was working at this company, I had taken a huge pay cup. I left my corporate job to take this job because when my dad got sick and it was in the hospital, my family... I don't want to talk about that, but there were people in my life who, again, this was a man who has been very abusive to me when I was 18. Like, when I tell you I have not spoken, seen, thought of that man, um, people in my life was trying to force me to go see him, were very abusive, were very verbally abusive to me. Like, when I tell you I do not have any contact with any member of my family, I'm actually being very honest about that. I have no contact at all. And I did it for a very good reason. And that was to save my own life. I had told multiple people that I was like suicidal. When I tell you the shit that was said to me, you wouldn't believe it. You Why would you? And I have no doubt they would lie or they would try to change it. But like, yo, Yo, I'm telling you, I have no reason to make up what you said about me. I have no reason the way you dismissed me. I have no reason to sit here and pretend that if I had, they fought, like they cared more about him. And mind you, my father didn't just abuse me. And that is something I will never forget. The people who were his biggest attacker, didn't that man cheat on you? He had a whole baby on, mm, whole baby on you. He put my sister out of her fucking house out of his house when she got pregnant only for this stupid bitch to then let his girlfriend's daughter who then gets pregnant stay in the house and he raised them my sister is the same person to put a fucking s on her chest and decided to take him in after his girlfriend pushed him out because again my father was someone who was very good at finding people to take care of him
and he hated the fact that I would not want to be not be one of those people. One of the funniest moments is when this fucker thought I was going to be paying his bills. Man, I quit my job. He literally, I was a teenager, maybe, let's say 15, 16. I was in a car. He had been late taking me to work. And I'm on the phone because I'm like, yo, I can get fired like this. So then he comes. He's like, why are you bothering me? I was like, well, you told me you would take me to work. So I get in the car. I don't say shit. I get in the car. I'm like, well, you told me to take me. You would take me. So I look out the windshield. Again, I'm saying nothing past that moment because he is the kind of person who will just hit me if I was to say anything. So I said nothing. He says, you can get out of my car. You have an attitude. Get out of my car. I said, what? He said, get out of my car. My father put me out of his car and sped away. Had the odd, so I'm in tears. I call my job. I'm saying, I can't come. He comes back 30 minutes later. I'll take you to work. I said, No, I called out. And he's like, Why would you do that? I said, Because you put me out of your car. This is the same man who had me sleeping after he divorced his wife because, well, she divorced him because he had cheated on her. We ended up moving in with my aunt and my cousins. It was the most disgusting, dirty place. I was sleeping on the floor in a room with my cousin and her boyfriend while my father had his own room with the door locked. He would then go to his girlfriend's house, leave me there. Didn't care if I had ate. My aunt was the only person who gave a damn about me and made sure I was fed. And even then, it was... I'm... I have an interesting relationship with my aunt, but it's something where it's I'm I'm able to be aware of what she did for me. Put it like that. Put it like that. And I'll leave it there. I won't go past that because there's no reason. Um. So when I say all of this, I, I need you to understand, like, there's like a, so many different multitudes to this. So, again, we go back to that job. Um. So for her to sit there into a suit, like, again, like, I just. I I had already known there would be some problems and it just sucks because that place was actually a pretty cool place. I just wish that I had worked in a different department. That is where I messed myself up. I should have not worked in that department I was in, but I needed to like kind of calm my mind. I didn't need the hustle and bustle I was used to. I just needed something simple. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out to be that way. I just remember I stopped going to work. I was calling out. Um... One of the funniest things was one of the girls working there was like, hey, how come when you call out, you always come back with a new hairstyle? And I thought that was so funny because I said, first of all, I get my hair done on the weekends. So on Monday, of course, I have a different hairstyle. Me calling out of work on Thursday, coming to work on Friday, and then coming back on Monday with a different hairstyle. How the fuck is that in any way the same? I don't know. People just say stupid shit. But I remember... That's another word I want to come up vocabulary. I don't like saying stupid. I'm trying to take out words like that. <sighs> I think that's it. I just wanted to vent. I don't really know what I'm venting about. I just am trying to sit with my emotions. I'm trying to hold myself accountable. I'm trying to remember the past as fairly as I can without my own biases clouding it. I'm basically trying to do a lot of shadow work without my psychiatrist but there are some parts I can't go back to because when I do I start feeling phantom touches there's something else that goes with my child abuse it was hidden from me um I was never told what happened to me in foster care until I was older and even then it's just there are so many things I've never talked about
Like there are so many things that were done to me and people will disrespect me, talk shit about me and they can do it. They can say whatever they want. And yet for some reason I am constantly biting my tongue. I remember talking to a family member and they were trying to get me to talk to another family member. And the entire time I realized they really didn't know. They didn't know that I had paid this family members multiple evictions, um, that I would pay their phone bill. I would pay for food for them. I would pay electricity when we would go out. Like I pay and we give, like I could go back to my bank. Oh my God, if I still had that bank account, most of my money going out was going to this one person who like to hold over my head that once one upon a time when I was younger mind you when I was younger under the legal age of 18 they had taken me in because of my father and the whole living situation and they would like to use that against me I never spoke up about that never told anyone and they get to talk shit about me and be like oh I did this and that but I noticed that these are the same people who don't like to like take the scoreboard bitch let's take the scoreboard Check the fucking scoreboard. That phone, you're calling them more and talking shit about me? Talk about how many times I've paid that phone bill. How many times you've called my phone, asked me for money. Money. Mind you, I had moved the fuck out. I only lived there for how long? Was gone. Gone. And when, I, and then when I didn't want to see you or be around you. <sighs> there are so many things I never said. There are so many things I have never said and I'm honestly I'm at the point where I want to just say it all but I also want to do it in a way I'm a writer so for me it just makes more sense to write and that's what I'm gonna do I'm going to put it I'm gonna put all of my pain into my work I just don't want to give these people any more of me I truly want to let this go. I want to let the pain go, the anger go, the rage go, the need for revenge, which is so strange. It's like I'm it's like some people want an apology. I want punishments. And I'm struggling with that because I didn't realize that's what I wanted. But now that I'm kind of going through my emotions and going through my heart and kind of going through all this stuff, I'm like, wow, I have become something that I don't enjoy. I don't like that feeling. I don't like the darkness I feel. I don't like the way he literally beat my personality out of me. I don't like the way I learned how to survive. I don't like myself. I will never forget how someone in my life who also completely disrespected me, and again, disrespected me at the worst time, mind you, knew I was suicidal. I was literally outside of a market crying on the phone to them, having a panic attack because of something disgusting they sent me because I didn't want to see my father in the hospital. I'm not Christian. I'm not religious, but they basically told me, actually not basically said it. I will go to hell because I didn't see him and I'm fucking selfish. And it was super funny. After that, I ended up going to see him. And when I did, this bitch had the audacity audacity i don't know who fucking told her that i went but she had the audacity that i don't know did i not block her to send me some shit like oh i'm so proud of you when i tell you when i fucking tell you the need to punch break it i just had to let it go 
And that's what I'm like so pissed about. Do you know on my father's deathbed, that bitch had the nerve to call me bitter? Bitter. I'm bitter? I just need to let it go. And I tell myself that all the time, let it go. But you know what? I did let it go. I walked away from all of them. I don't give a fuck whoever speaks my name. You don't know me anymore. You don't know any. Actually, you never did. Let's be real. Let's be real. Because if, if you ever have the audacity to sit there and be like, oh, I knew her. and da, 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 Why didn't you know about the abuse I was going through? I'm just confused real quick. So you either knew or you didn't know. And mind you, a lot of these fucking people saw it happening. But let's sit here and pretend that, man, fuck all of you. Fuck all all of them I cannot stress that enough I was talking to someone about how I feel like it's the 80s right now and yeah that makes sense here I am queer black a woman living in a what they say liberal state left my I didn't leave my family I was abandoned by my let's be real about what the fuck happened let's be real they were not good people um, the things that, like, I just, I just walked away from it. And it was a lot easier than you think. <laughs> it's a, you know what's funny? I had always known I would do it. When I was younger, I would always talk about one day I'm just going to leave it all behind. I'm going to leave a state. I'm not going to talk to these people. I'm going to just leave it all behind. And then I did it. I remember when I bought the ticket. I just burped. I apologize. I'll cut it out. But I feel good. I feel free.